I don't know. Have you ever scored from a corner, Karen? Have you ever taken a corner? I've never. Absolutely not. I only give them away. Okay, let's talk about the Irish bias. Keep up to date with the latest WSL action and the biggest interviews. Subscribe to the Koi Gig podcast stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB Sports. In partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the Football, Hurling and Camogie All-Ireland Club Championships. Now you're welcome back. So we're going to talk about the situation between the GPA and the GAA. Very happy to bring in Tom Parsons, CEO of the GPA. Tom, good to have you on. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Yeah, very well. Should mention as well, we offered the GAA a chance to put forward a representative. They declined this evening. So let's just explain this to people in as straightforward a way as possible, and then we might figure out some kind of a solution. 2019, GPA are perfectly happy, it seems, with the expenses situation, as are its members. COVID arrives, and... The GAA suggests a reduction given there are no gate receipts in expenses and the GPA in good faith say that is fine on the understanding that once we are all through COVID, the expenses situation would revert to 2019 levels. GAA were happy with that. GPA were happy with that. Was that the agreement? Yeah, Joe, I suppose. Yeah, we, we, we made that agreement and I suppose in any given year with with, with anything that's in place, you, you, you can you can renegotiate. But the agreement was that the GPA made a commitment that, you know, in the short term for 2020, 2021, um, during COVID, that we would we'd take a reduction on, on some fundamental items. Um, and that was made in good faith. And, and that was, you know, at the time communicated to our 2,500 members to say that, you know, during COVID, we need we need to make concessions, and 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 these concessions are cost control, and and they're reducing mileage rates and uh, capping um, training sessions, etc. So, I suppose that 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 time has passed, and and we're out of COVID, and and you know, players want to return to the fundamentals of of the charter, and essentially, the, the, one of the core elements um, of, of of what players receive um, is just basic out of pocket expenses. You know, and it's something that's that's been around since you know uh, for the last number of years, and it's and it's expected that if player trains uh, and he incurs an expense travelling, that it's it's reimbursed. And Tom, how was that agreement arranged? Was it put in writing? Was it legally binding? Witnessed by solicitors? Was it an email? What 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 was it just a conversation? What shape did that agreement take? Yeah, I, I won't get into the details of, of an agreement. You know, the GPA did make a written agreement for you know, a short-term reduction in the charter uh, for 2020-2021 only. And I suppose the GPA would have implemented those measures for 2020-2021. And, and um, you know, I suppose wanted to renegotiate um, from the 2019 charter then uh, this year, you know. But, you know, that renegotiation, you know, is is on the basis that, were renegotiating the basics, which is yeah. which is what the 2019 charter was. Okay. So, so, so was, that, that written agreement did say once it did words to the effect that once we're through COVID, yeah. it will revert to where we are in 2019, and that's yeah, in writing. So, yeah. So the GPA made that correspondence to say these measures are short term; they're right. for 2020, 2021. So, so then how and they were accepted? How, 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 okay. How did the GA then turn around, given that they put it in writing that once COVID was uh, largely behind us? How do they turn around and say, we're actually not adhering to that written agreement. We now want to go from 65 cent on the mile to 50 cent and we want to cap your sessions at three. Now, I should just say for people uh, listening in the last number of days, the GEA have come back up to 65 cent, which was the 2019 level. 
and they've gone from three sessions to four sessions. But still, in 2019, there was no limit on the number of sessions. So, so how, what's the GA explanation when they're sitting across from you and they say, we're not adhering to our agreement in 2019? Yeah, well, I suppose, first of all, you can, I suppose you can renegotiate any agreement and it was, it's ro- it was rolling at the time, um, but the basis and the foundation um, of, of agreement is what it is. And in fairness, you know, in November and December, there was still Omicron was, was around. So we're having conversations around a charter with, without knowing the true outlook really in November and December. So you do start them off in, in good faith that um, you don't know it's going to be a perfect year. So... So that, that would have been the starting point in, in November and December. But then, you know, January, it became very clear that, that COVID, is, COVID has ended. We're back to um, full, full um, you know, um, spectators at stadiums. And then I suppose the annual report is released and 2021 was a very successful year, you know. So it even begged, uh, you know, to question whether even in a COVID year, should the players mm. have been taken a reduced mileage rate and a capped expenses. Um and you know, I, I I don't think they should, but but they did, and 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 they they took those measures, and 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 it was just you know, players definitely one hundred percent expected once we're out of COVID, uh, those cost saving measures w- w- will be removed, and we'll be looking to you know add on to what what players need. Look mm-hmm. at inflation, you know, do we sure. need to start exploring seventy cent because inflation this year has has went through the roof? But players are happy. Look, just get us back to sixty five cent, and whatever I incur whether it's two sessions or six sessions, that, that, that's the cost. And that varies throughout the year. That might be five sessions during the preseason. It might be three sessions during, you know, uh, the week before championship. But hmm. that, that was the basis of it. And fundamentally, Joe, the charter is, is the main thing is the players get back is, 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 is the few expenses they get for traveling to games. And the expenses really is a symbol of respect. Yeah. And, you know, players just feel that, the GA generates a significant amount of money. And mm. in return, the collective agreement, Joe, is that all players are treated the same. Yes. All players, all divisions are treated the same. This strikes a lot of people as very serious because the other mark of respect is if we have an agreement in place in 2019, we therefore honour the agreement in 2022. So, for instance, I know you're on with Colm O'Rourke on League Sunday last night and he was looking at the situation as it was last night and saying, well, 50 cent expenses on the mile and three sessions per week that's not a bad deal and we could get into the nuts and bolts of what is a good deal or a bad deal should it be 50 cent or 65 cent should it be three sessions or four sessions actually we need to take a step back from that for a moment and just re-establish first principles there was an agreement in 2019 whether it was good or bad it was an agreement and the GAA said to the GPA we'll revert to this when we're out of COVID. We're now out of COVID and they're saying we're not going back to that. So I don't see how this doesn't fundally, fundamentally undermine your working relationship with the GA. Your organisation can't negotiate here, I would put it to you. You can't take a backward step or you've been fundamentally weakened. Yeah, look, Joe, I suppose everyone's entitled to renegotiate anything, really, and, 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 and go into that room and renegotiate. But in good faith... You know the players, and certainly our our perspective was that at a minimum we were the basics of of a charter, which is eligible expenses, is returned. You know, and and um, and 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 it just hasn't. And we went on that journey for for three or four yeah. um, months, and for three or four months it was at three sessions per week, which 
and 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 I appreciate you know last week um, that the dial shifted to four sessions per week. But this that's it's not what it's about. Um, it's about if if an expense is incurred, that's not the responsibility of the player. That's that's putting the player as a cost control measure to say that um, you should only show up to a maximum of four. Um, you know that's schedule. If if you want three sessions, if you want, you schedule it with your county boards, with the managers. You put that protocol in place and. You know, there's, there has been a lot of commentary to say that, you know, well, you know, GPA players from a welfare welfare perspective is four not enough. And you know, what's disappointing is the GPA and the players offered a contact hours policy, which is separate, or load management policy, policy which which will help implement, you know, what is the required amount of sessions in any given part of the season, mm. and that varies because. In some parts of the season, you might need to train five times or maybe six times if you're doing a workshop on a, on a Saturday. In the other parts of the season, and I know from experience, it might be three. But so, so that's the way we, we should go about it. And that's, that, that is the solution to this. Um, the yeah. charter really should set out what is the rate all players should receive um, for going to collective sessions. Okay, right? so, so you're willing to negotiate on some form of cap, for want of a better word, on sessions once it's based on sports science and different months are mapped out and we say, well, that's appropriate for that period and we can all agree that that's a, a good solution from a science-based player welfare point of view. You're, you're, you're open to some kind of a, a cap here in, in, in these discussions with the GA or is that for, do you just want 2019 in force now and we'll talk about all that later? Yeah, in, in, in force 2019 now, but then this is a separate initiative where we, we, we get counties and managers to pledge to adhere to a contact hours policy that ensures players get adequate rest and recovery. Mm. Um, but in the interim, you know, if a manager decides not to in, engage with that policy and, or, you know, and schedule six, seven sessions, the player has to be, you know, be able to claim those sessions back. And it's very... It's, it's, it's a very simple model and I think in, 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 any, in any business or organisation um, you know it, it, it's simple yeah. you, you're reimbursed for the, for the expenses that you, that, that, that yes. you incur and yes. it's, it's a mark it's a mark of respect and players felt you know very grieved that um, you know that that wasn't honoured Yes Tom what's your understanding of the GAA's primary motivation here is it about cost saving or is it about player welfare? Yeah, I suppose, look, what frustrated players is that we know that capping of sessions was introduced as a cost-saving measure. Um, that was why, you know, three sessions was introduced. And, um, and you know, I think the communications was muddled in terms of it's, 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 a well, it, it's a welfare measure. We don't want players training any more than three times a week um, or four times a week. But that, that's not where it sits. It's not where it sits. And, um, you know, players and myself, we try to explain that again and again and again is... Let's let's explore that separately. If you want a welfare, um, if you want to address player welfare and and set out how many sessions collectively a, um, a player should should attend, but not here. This mm. this should set out the rate for all players, um, and and it should be all players in the squad. You know, if you're number one or number thirty five, thirty six, um, you should receive the same rate because they want it limited to thirty two players per squad. Yeah, and that you know that wasn't. There in, in in 2019 either you know that's that's something that you know I suppose the management team will will look at and and when you look at a condensed season and especially in next year of of, of 25 weeks you, you've a lot of you've a lot of games and when yeah. you have 
some players having to play Sigerson and Fitzgibbon, you might have to release six players. You could have four or five players at any given time, Joe, that is injured. So the reality is, you know, squads need more. Um, and there is more being held in squads. It might be 36, 37, 38. And, you know, this charter would run the risk that are, those, are, are their rates negotiable? Are they going to be treated differently? Are they going to get a lesser rate? So, you know, in 2019, the rate was the rate. Um, if you're on the squad and brought in, you're paid at this rate. And if you incur the expense, paid. And that's just where we want to get to, Joe. And why is it really important, you know, uh, to players? You know, even in 2018, we did um, a study of our students and 80% of our students said they, that playing the inter-county game puts a strain on their family. The average car insurance is €2,000. Um, this week, students are putting €2 Euros, um, a litre of fuel into their cars and most of them haven't received expenses in three months. Yeah, there's a hold-up. Um, while, this, while this impasse is ongoing, there's a hold-up in expenses. But so, Tom, you know, so I take all those points, but regardless, even if we all thought that the situation in 2019 was ludicrous, the fact is the GAA gave an undertaking to return to 2019. That strikes me as the real key point for your organisation here. I don't really see why... I know you're saying every negotiation is open to a renegotiation. I don't really see why you'd be willing to do that just now. You know, the cap on 32 players or cap sessions or, you know, initially to drop to 50 cent from 65. Uh, this would seem to be a fairly key moment in the GPA and GA relationship. Like, to put it bluntly, they're pushing the GPA around a little bit on this issue, especially if there's a written agreement. And so I don't see strategically how the GPA can allow a single concession. Uh, so I would put it to you, you're, you're gonna, yeah. your members are going to have to stand up for themselves a bit here. That, if the GA aren't budging, that means you may well have to go for strike. I, when uh, Last strike, I don't know. But I mean, that, that has to be really on the table here, I would think. When will that be decided upon? Yeah, well, look, I mean, we're just focusing on the here and now. And, you know, last Friday we had to inform our two and a half thousand members of, of, of events that passed because players were very frustrated in, in why they haven't received expenses. And we set out the position to players on Friday. And when you send a notice to two and a half thousand players, the, the, the members of the public get that note as well. And it was widely reported. And the players came together and made a decision that they didn't want to engage in, in media. Um as, as, as a symbol and that wasn't the target and, and, and I hope you know um, you know the media don't see it in a target on them but it was just a symbol to get people make people aware that players are frustrated and a lot of managers actually supported that with those wishes as well so look we're just focusing on the controls at the moment and that's what players decided to do um, at, at the weekend just gone and you know, players. We you know we had a reps call this evening with the players, and players are are, are very frustrated, and they want you know players to be paid their expenses for whatever the, the, they've incurred in 2022. Now, like like this week, mm. and um, you know tomorrow and the following day, maybe there'll be an engagement back from the GA to resolve this and revert back to the 2019 uh, agreement, and we won't have any action next weekend. But the players will decide that job. You know, tomorrow and, and Wednesday, what what they want to do and are, uh, next are you, week. Are you open to any concessions on the 2019 agreement? No, the, the 2019 agreement has to go back. Okay, it's, uh, that's, and if, that's the, a definite. And if the GAA say that is not happening, what then? The, the, 
players will continue to, to, to air their frustrations in, in, in different manners. Um, you know, and this weekend was a was a symbol of that and, you know, not not getting access to players in terms of um getting their post matches um reflections or managers' reflections. It just doesn't sit well. Um but players feel very strong on this and and, and they will take um they will take action and uh, players are meeting regularly and they're discussing it and you know, are, are hoping that the GA will come back and whatever aspirations the GA have in terms of uh, how many sessions they'd like to to land at a week. Let's work on a different initiative yeah, on okay. the basis of player welfare. So you're and to that. Joe, yeah. we, we might land in the same place. Sure. I actually believe we land in the same place. I believe that in some periods of the year, it might be five, in other periods, four or three. We just can't hmm. have the symbol of the players being the control mechanism or a rate being negotiable for different counties. You know, players feel very strong that whether you're playing for Leitrim or you're playing for, for, for Dublin, um, the rate is the rate yeah. and that's shared. Yes. And it's the collective agreement and that players, players feel very strong. We want our Division 3 and 4 teams to thrive and, and grow and develop and we don't want them not being able to afford uh, the fifth session or the second S&C session when a Mayo team can afford to pull everyone together mm. for five, mm. five or six sessions in a preseason. So there's there's a number of things to it. Players want every every player on the squad to be treated um, the same, mm. treated fairly, treated equally. They don't want any difference between number one or number thirty three. If you come and you commit and you're travelling from from your home to a centre of excellence or county grounds to train in whatever manner or get together, mm. your your out of pocket expenses. Yes. Is, is so presumably if COVID hadn't happened, the 2019 agreement would still be in place and continuing. Do you view this as a kind of opportunism on the GAA's part? I mean, how are relations at the moment when you sit across the table from people that presumably previously there was a good working relationship with? Yeah, look, I mean, Joe, and I'm sure the GAA have, have challenges in terms of you know, rebalancing, um, you know, 2020 and, you know, the uncertainty in the world right now. And, 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 and that, you know, we don't, I, you know, uh, that is that is a challenge and they don't know their finan- financial outlook. But you have to look at it from a player's perspective. Players took a hit of 40-50% on expenses in 2021. And then they read a headline that there was a surplus in 2021 of 13.5 million. Now, I know, like, you look at it over two years or whatever, but regardless, the, the inter-county players do generate a lot of a, a, a lot, the majority of, of the funds from gate receipts, from the commercial revenue. And, you know, it, it really is a bargain in terms of, you know, all they're asking is for their out-of-pocket expenses to be to be reimbursed. You know, they're not looking to pay to, to, to get paid. They just do not want to pay to play. And our, our members are, are quite vulnerable, Joe. If you think about it, 30% are students. They can't have a part-time job at the weekend because the game is all-consuming. Like are the, the net, another thirty percent are graduates and are just starting off, and we know the challenges with, with rent in in Ireland at the moment. And then the late late careers are, are young people that have young families. And I know it myself. I've I've two kids, two young children here in Crash, living in Dublin. It's like like this is just we can, we cannot afford to pay to play. And the GA okay. can afford to cover the basic out of okay. okay. expenses. We're just out of time. Tom Parsons of the GPA. Appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. OTB Sports. In partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the Football, Hurling and Camogie All-Ireland Club Championships.